0: Welcome to today's episode of Bridges and Beans,
1: the podcast about nothing. I'm Andrew. And I'm Sam.
0: Let's get weird. All right. So, we're recording this a you know, week and a half after the Super Bowl at this point, almost two weeks after the Super Bowl. Yeah, not it's even a week. week. It's a, a week. week. Not, not even not, a week. Yeah, a week exactly to, today. I don't know how to read. Um,
1: Time is tough.
0: Stuff. Uh, so anyway, but we got the Super Bowl. Uh, so this is gonna be a big NFL show. If you don't like football or the NFL, or to no name dweebs talking about the
1: NFL, speak for yourself. Maybe don't listen to this episode. <laughs> uh,
0: but if you do like all of those things, then this will be a good our, upset
1: for our input, somewhat unbiased. Yeah, of some of us. For 50% of us, unbiased. For 50% wow. of us, I eat, the what, other. Each, each 25% of us is, <laughs> is unbiased. We have two other people sitting in the
0: room. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, anyway, bad jokes aside, big, big game. It was historic for many reasons. Mostly, and as much as I hate to say it, uh, Tom Brady has won his... Seventh, seventh out of ten. Seventh, seventh Super Bowl. out of ten. Uh, you don't need to mention out of ten. Nobody cares. If he went to ten. Um, He won
1: seven. Eli Manning cares.
0: <laughs> he won, he's won seven, Uh, which is in a sport like this, a team sport, to win seven championships with a sport that's as tough as this is. Obviously, he didn't do it all himself. He had a few Super Bowls where. They had to rely on the kicker to save the day. He had a few where the defense played outstanding, but the guy wins. No matter what you want to say or do, the guy wins. He's efficient with the football. He was 21 for 29 yeah. in this game, which is crazy. Um, Chiefs don't have a like all-star defense. They have a good enough defense, though. It's but, decent, solid. But in this game, it didn't matter. Their no. defense was, was not a factor whatsoever. This came down to... And if we don't talk about it, you know, I don't think people are talking about it enough. This came down to Todd Bowles, the defensive coordinator for the Buccaneers, mm-hmm. his game plan. Hundred mm-hmm. He he figured out that, I don't know why it took him, you know, I don't know why he didn't do the same exact thing in the first game against Kansas City. They only lost by three. So yeah, it, wasn't it was definitely a first game. But um, <clears throat> I don't know how or why he didn't do this the first time, but he basically said, I have a great defensive line. Just let them do their thing. Yep. Everybody else, drop back into coverage,
1: and don't let Tyreek Hill get the ball.
0: Yeah, they double Tyreek Hill all night with two
1: pretty quick people, which led to, I mean, Kelsey having, I think it was like eight or nine receptions. And Kelsey had a had a um, decent game, but he wasn't. Like... They're short, eight eight to eleven yeah. yard. And and when and you, can and you could tell, you could tell, third pe- uh, third period. Sorry, this mm-hmm. isn't hockey. Nope. Uh, third quarter, he was gassed. Yeah, so gas. Like yeah. just after he'd catch and get tackled, he'd get look up and you'd be like, Whew. "He's, he's, he's worn up. he' He yeah. He's taking big hits yep. all
0: day. He was he's getting hit line of scrimmage every mm-hmm. single play and every single thing that happened, it didn't seem like it mattered. the The biggest thing was that they made Patrick Mahomes uncomfortable. But even then, I'm not even gonna say that's the biggest thing. The biggest thing is that they stopped Tyree Kill. Yep. And if they figured out that Tyree Kill is the key to that offense. Everybody
1: else is probably going to figure that out, too. Yep. I don't think the Chiefs don't are going to be th- bad
0: next year, but I don't think they're going to be 14, too. No,
1: no. And it shows that, I mean, hats off. I mean, I'm always going to say Brady is the GOAT, but <sighs> watching Pat Mahomes, even when he was uncomfortable and seeing him making the throws that he did Dude. as he was getting tackled, Dude. as he was running, falling. falling, contorting his body to still throw an accurate throw, was was impressive. The fact and, that he was
0: hitting the guys in the numbers, in the hands, in the head, yeah, with those throws yeah. was insane to watch. Yeah, no, it he's was... he is the most talented quarterback I think I've ever seen physically
1: uh, at the play the position. Yeah, it's ever. it's gonna be weird. He's you know he's not huge. He's not a big guy. No, um, he's not. He's not tiny, either, and he hasn't gotten a hit a lot too. So um, um, they've done a good job, which you know is you know because he's gotten a couple hits this season. Mm-hmm and it was kind of on the fence i think it was right for when they played the browns and he got hit Mm -hmm. and it was on the fence of the steelers uh excuse me for the bills game and you know you just haven't seen him get taken down hard um and a couple of the hits that he took i mean he got up i mean that last sack where um you know i think it was barrett that came in hard Mm -hmm. i mean tom brady gets hit like that you go ahead and dig a grave on the field right there because yeah. he's not taking that hit but i mean he got, um, he got sacked three times and he lost 27 yards yeah but the like, two two of them weren't bad hmm. hits that last one was a solid you know a solid knock my and i'm, I'm scared um because my friend we were watching with pointed this out and i didn't really no- ever notice it <clears throat> until i watched because i don't watch a ton of chiefs football no. i don't claim to even be close to a Chiefs fan but um <clears throat> Patrick Mahomes has this, this tendency to when he runs and scrambles and he's going towards like he's out of bounds, he'll stop it and he will kind of cut up a little bit more and he won't go out. And he'll always try to get, that try to get the X yard, which is uh, props. Mm-hmm. It's going to take one defender cleaning him real good. And I mean, I just. We'll see if it happens. He's also elusive enough too, though, because yeah. there's a couple that people that came close to him and he mm-hmm. was able to get out of the way. But he's slippery. We'll 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 see what happens with that. But um... he's
0: he's just so much
1: fun to watch.
0: Like and this is why I don't call Brady the best quarterback of all time. I don't think he's ever been the best athlete in his in his team, let alone his position. There are better quarterbacks out there, there are better, smarter guys, there are guys with more arm talent, there are guys with more accuracy, guys with more uh, deep ball you know ability but he's the best winner of all time he is the best team sports winner of all yeah. time because i'm not going to sit here and compare him to people like serena williams and muhammad ali because they're in a class all of their own yeah single and, single you know but sports. but when it comes to team sports there's arguably no more important position than the quarterback yeah and what do you get remembered for super bowls that also being said though Right now, Blaine Gabbard has more Super Bowls than Dan Marino. We're we going to say Blaine Gabbard's a better quarterback than Dan Marino? <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. So that's where you have to take. That's why I refuse to say Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. I truly don't think he is.
1: I mean, I mean, breaking records and 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 stats do do cater into part that of that. As well. Yeah,
0: but he's also played and, longer than a lot of other guys he,
1: too. Yeah, but he's, when he's, you're in the, he, people argue other quarterback stats purely based off of regular season. I understand it. Sure. Not every that. not every good quarterback makes it to the no, playoffs. No. But when you I'm not arguing your 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 mm. your statement, but the fact that Tom Brady has been able to do above and beyond what everyone else has been able to do. Granted, you know, like you know, Peyton Manning is up there with him, like there's only about three or four quarterbacks that I even put in the same realm as Tom Brady. It, it's hard and, to, to do that. And well. all the other ones don't even yeah. have nearly as many Super Bowls. No. So I mean, ultimately, that's what you get remembered for—is Super Bowls. No one, no one's going to ever say, "Oh, Blaine Albert." Like you're right, or even one I saw yesterday, um, one last year, one this year. So in two years, he has two Super Bowls. LeSean Shady. McCoy, yeah. LeSean McCoy, who in didn't, game. didn't play in either game, did But
0: now I, I, he, I, know him because he played it. He played at Pitt, so he's been popular, and he's you know, my friends, He's I earned
1: the spot. Yeah, sure. He, he worked hard, and in sure. Injuries and um, better starters, but no one's No one's. LaShawn McCoy will be able to go make a living for the rest of his life as a football coach anywhere because yeah. he's a two-time Super Bowl champ. Yeah, he's not, he, I don't think he, he's going to be a Hall of Famer at all. No, he won't. He won't. But it goes to show that your yes. statement, you know, because then you say, like, well, Eli Manning has two rings. And, I mean, in points, Eli did beat Brady, but in so points, does, so his does defense ben. did.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, Ben has two rings, too. You can compare the physical talent of Eli Manning that of of big
1: ben like, oh yeah i'm can't. taking eli every day to shut, up. shut up
0: you, you can't you can't compare the two eli eli was he had a little bit less smarts than his brother um he didn't he wasn't a student of the game i don't think Not as much as much peyton now. was um but was clearly a much better quarterback but he had worse teams overall mm-hmm. i think he his success in in the most recent super bowl win super bowl 50 was heavily reliant on the defense. Oh, yeah. They had one of the best defenses I've ever seen. Yeah, I
1: mean, that was the that was what, the second year or the first year after <clears> his neck surgery?
0: I want to say that was the
1: second. And, I mean, his deep balls, I mean, they were ducks. Like, he could right. not throw a deep. It was 100% his, on the his, If
0: you're taking parts from each quarterback over time and picking what you like, his brain is what you would take. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't take his arm. You wouldn't take his legs. He wasn't that mobile. You take his brain because he could read defense better than yeah. anybody out there. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, you take someone like Brett Favre, take their toughness, he mm-hmm. can take hits and power through them. And, you know, probably big Ben's bill because he's six four two forty I mean, how don't you want that in a quarterback? And, um, you know, Brady, it's unless it's you want a quarterback that can run. Correct. That's when you, you choose, you know, uh, someone like Patrick Mahomes legs. Um, I would say Rogers deep ball ability. Uh, I would say
1: are you creating a frankenstein yes, dream, yes. QB? Frankenstein dream
0: qb for sure
1: yeah i'm taking brady's legs i'm not that brady's legs peyton manny's arm Bra- <laughs> we're gonna go with mark sanchez's brain <laughs> i mean goat right there that kind of quarterback
0: Oh, no, 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 no. You can't forget about Blake Bortles' uh, leadership Blake ability. Blake
1: Bortles' leadership ability. And then I guess if, you know, I said Mark San- Sanchez's brain, but I'll go even better and say Nathan Peterson's Peter. ability, uh, Peterman's ability to read defense.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, I mean. That man, that man can can sling if it. If you put that quarterback that you've else, built together yep, against my quarterback. Yep. Basically the same guy. We
1: know who the real winner is. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're getting off track. We're trying we are we're talking about the Super, super Bowl. Stupid. <laughs> uh,
0: you know, super running quarterbacks. Pumbrity is the goat. He will go down as the goat. I, at this point, I don't see why they even wait the five years to put him in the, super, put him in the hall of fame other than, you know, keeping the precedent along. But yeah. And if he it.
1: decides to, you know, if he decides retire, to retire in the next 10 years you know, before 48.
0: Yeah. I, I, which at this point I don't see happening.
1: And that's another tangent we'll get on. This just, this
0: just put another another five years onto his career.
1: It, it's like every time he wins one, he gets more powerful. Right right <laughs> when, he, I mean, when they gave it to him, he said, we'll be back. We'll be back. I mean, it was not even... And I don't... I mean, there's was, not a lot of teams out there that I think are going to put up a fight. Dude, it was business as usual
0: for him. Especially in the NFC South with Breeze. It looks like he's retired. You got Carolina who has Teddy Bridgewater, but now it really sounds like they're looking
1: to draft somebody. Yeah.
0: And Matt, Ro- Matt Ryan Matt Ryan in Atlanta, they're gonna be drafting his heir
1: this year. Yeah, I think Matt Ryan goes to I think Matt Ryan goes to St. Fran.
0: Do you think he's gonna now? All right. All right, that's new.
1: And I this is bold. Patriots will get Jimmy G back. Oh, gross. Pretty 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 confident about that prediction by, still gonna um, get
0: beat by the bills twice this year yeah anyway will. look yeah, at the will. super bowl focus on the super bowl yeah. um the the stats didn't well before know. we dive
1: in we, we both sure. had our predictions we did we were both correct yes we both we both we both said bucks. so I, I i only said it because that's just you
0: can't bet against tom brady, you don't man. bet. A,
1: you don't bet against tom brady not in the super bowl it's a bad it's a bad
0: bet they like, were they were dogs too looking yeah. at the lines and everything yeah. i think it was like plus three and a half mm-hmm um and that's just it's not like he doesn't see that stuff i think he does take that stuff personally yeah but that's what makes him the best yeah. winner because like michael jordan he takes that stuff personally.
1: yeah most people be like ah, eh, whatever i don't i don't care don't that pay much. attention to media oh you're betting again okay oh okay Cool. cool, cool. Gotcha. cool. Yep. yep
0: yep apparently he texted all the players the whole week before yeah, the yeah we're gonna win we're gonna win
1: yeah he, and then it was what the second the second quarter. It was the same. It was a picture of when he played Atlanta, and he kind of had his head down in yeah. between his arms. Yeah. So this is the Brady you don't want to see. <laughs> and in the second that. second quarter of of the Bucks, you know, Chiefs game, same thing. Yeah, I was like, all, all right, Brady, what what do you have? Because the first couple, you know, possessions, it was like, all right, anybody's game. But yep. I guess that's where we'll we'll dive in a little bit more. I um, guess we'll look at we can talk about stat lines. Yeah, um, my my wife and I were watching it. and It's in the first quarter, and I'm like
0: honey, if Kansas City doesn't score on this drive, like a touchdown, not a field goal, a touchdown, this game's over. Mm-hmm. And she was like, there's no way. It's still so early. I said, honey, I've watched enough football and I've seen enough Tom Brady to know when he's got this game handled, this game is handled. Yeah. They can't do anything. Once the drive was over, I don't even remember what happened. Obviously, it was either a field goal or nothing. I was like this this game's up. Mm-hmm. And it became less fun for me to watch because I want to see an exciting football game. Yeah, got it can- like it was like the the Rams Super Bowl against the against the Patriots a few years I ago. Mean, I enjoyed it. It was super defensive, which as a football fan I like, but at the same time, you wanna see you wanna see the big flash plays. You want to it's see not, it's not engaging. It's no, not it's not, not, not engaging, engaging at all. Like I enjoyed it from a technical standpoint because I, I could tell
1: everything was going on. I like watching it, I like picking it apart. But ugh, and when you're anxious sports. about plays. And it's a build up, and you get three or four first downs. Yeah, rounds. two yard run. <laughs> yeah, two <laughs> yard. Oh my god! And so it's constant like yeah. anxiety in the entire game, especially yeah. when you know being a yeah. Patriots fan for that one. Um, like one against the Falcons was the most entertaining one I've
0: watched. Went into overtime. That, like was, that was that was a real fun one. I mean, it went the fact that they came back and then it, it went into overtime. I was like, this is this is like feels like it's
1: like written. Yeah. Like
0: th- this is amazing to watch, and I'm I'm never gonna the only be the other person. one that I remember
1: watching that I was super like like remember, and I don't, you know, I just remember it was the Cardinals versus the Steelers, and I remember that was a really fun one to watch. Um, A lot of big plays. I mean, we're we're from Arizona, so like we were rooting for the Cardinals, the but girls. it was such a good game. Yeah. Such a good game. And it was what what, what year? 2010? 2009? Technically 2009-10 season, I believe. That's crazy possibly. to think that. I. I, think I it's that. weird to think that the Cardinals were that recently in the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah. Super Bowl 43, so 12 years ago. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah, it, it feels like a lot closer than it actually was, I think. Yeah. It was, you know, about half your life ago. <laughs> almost. And, you know, you're what, 25? Yeah. Yeah. So um, almost, well, just yeah, about. Fair enough. Um, That
1: was freshman year of high school.
0: Good, good, good game, though. A lot of big plays, like I said. I mean, you have a huge play by Larry Fitzgerald. I can't remember. It felt like it was 50-plus yards, but he gets the reception. He's just gone down the Mm -hmm. middle of the field. And I think they took the lead at that point. James Harrison, to close out the second half, had a 101-yard interception return. Yep, yep. You're never going to see that from a guy like that again. No. He wasn't supposed to do that on that play, by no. the way. He was supposed to go in and blitz. He saw something. He backed up a step. Kurt Warner threw right to him, Yeah, and he just took off. I think our cornerback uh, tried to take the ball off, and he was like, hey, the ball." he just, nope. He yeah. just kept going, got a few blocks, and then the the touchdown to San Antonio Holmes, which yep. is arguably one of the best plays in the Super Bowl. I would say it's probably the second. It was the cleanest throw and catch just because of how perfect the angle was and mm-hmm. everything, and he got his toes down. But the most impressive catch I've ever seen in a Super Bowl was probably uh, Edelman's. Edelman's catch yeah, when, when it, he was falling, balls falling. He managed to get his hands under it. But I also, you know, I don't know how much you've watched the old Super Bowls, but Steelers Super Bowl, I want to say it was either nine or 10. I think it was 10 because I think it was against the Cowboys. Lynn Swan had one of the best catches in history in a his super bowl a circus catch acrobat the guy took ballet classes to get himself more agile and stuff like that's how into this he was And at that time this isn't their lives they have other things going yeah. on so that makes it even more impressive um but you know i'll show you off of that catch if, if you haven't seen it it's one of the best catches i've ever seen but edelman's i think in recent history yeah oh, recent history, far and away the most impressive yeah. catch i've ever seen and it was it's because it was a messed up play yeah it's because it was tipped. it's because he had to readjust his body in yep. the air to make the catch, get his hands under mm. it. And you know, that stuff hundred percent. I remember watching, I was like, he got that ball. <laughs> there's, there's no way. Like I, you, you can't believe it when you see it yeah. and you watch how you're like, Oh yeah. Holy yeah, crap. Yeah. He caught that ball. Yeah. Um. So, you know, that's, that's, that's great. But like this game specifically, I don't remember there being a ton of big plays. There really was other than, other than Patrick Mahomes rushing for 497 yards. Uh, behind the line of scrimmage. Behind the
1: line of scrimmage. So, dude, those are it's those are effort stats.
0: Yes, I know. It's not a, that, not a The effort effort stat shows how much he was in this game. Yeah, his stats don't speak to how good of a game he had because there were drops on drops on drops. His
1: his team did not help him. His team all. gave him
0: nothing. I mean, what? Kelsey had ten catches, like you mentioned before, a yeah. little over hundred yards. Uh, Tyreek Hill still managed seven catches for seventy three yards. None of them had any consequence. None of them. Uh, I'm pretty sure a few of them dropped the ball in the end zone. Like, come on, what are we doing? It was,
1: it was, it's not fun to watch a game like that. I don't disagree because you. You expect to see the best of the best. Yeah. They're there for, they're there for a reason at their peak. Everybody's playing well, especially since they've already been there. Yeah. This isn't new to the chiefs. They were just back. They've, they've, they've been winning and there's no elements mm-hmm. you're p- playing in Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tampa Bay has a little bit of a home field. You advantage, can argue that I, but I, with COVID I, I, and everything, there yeah. wasn't really that many people to really tell the difference. And a lot of the, a lot of the Super Bowl stuff, they give some of the, a lot of those tickets away. Yeah. There's unbiased parties. Yeah. They're just there for the Super Bowl. Yep. So you expect to see it. Um, Pat Mahomes having two interceptions. I mean, how many did he have the season total? Maybe it was six, very few, very few, maybe six. Yeah. Um, also weren't his, weren't his fault. Nope. Tips. Yep. Because guys can't catch, catch the ball. So, yeah.
0: so um, his stat line was terrible 26 to for 49. Yeah. 50,
1: man, 52.3 pass rating. The man had
0: a good game. A lot of, a lot of stuff was dropped. You can't win a game by yourself. And that was proven there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, it was interesting to see how he dealt with that pressure. I thought he handled it really well. Um, I thought he did everything, every single thing he could. The biggest thing that stuck out to me was ah, the, the the penalty. Some of the penalties were rough. I I'm never yeah. gonna be the person. I'm never gonna be the person that blames the refs. Refs, I refuse to do it. In this game, I thought some of them were unnecessary, yeah. but both teams get calls like that. It happens every single game. Less than this was a lot a lot more lopsided than I anticipated. Um, with the Chiefs having eleven penalties and Tampa Bay only having four. Um, but
1: 11, again, those penalties, 11, those penalties too, were for first downs for the Bucks. Yes. So that alters bad. the game, that alters bad. the game. It, if it's five yards and you, you know, okay, you made it a little bit easier for them, but for yep. first downs, um, and a couple of them for chunk plays. And I think three of them, maybe four mm-hmm. were on the same person. Yep. So they had 20, 10, but had 10 but 26 first downs.
0: And I would say. Almost half of them came from penalties. Six, the of, them. Six yeah. of them. Six it, of them. Six. It's a
1: lot. Which, I mean, that's a you know that's a fifth. Yeah. A fifth of your first downs, you know, one that one. weren't earned. Now, how many? Uh, how many first downs? I know I, I got away from it, but Chiefs, I did not have many. Mm-mm. Maybe twenty. They weren't too far behind. The chief, they they actually had twenty two, um, but they drove the field a lot. Yeah. They and couldn't just, finish. Uh, yeah, they could not finish.
0: They couldn't finish. Guys were dropping balls. He was getting sacked. Uh, the fumble, you know, I think they had one fumble in the game, um, but I think they ended up recovering that
1: one. Yeah, and from looking at the stat, stat line, I mean, they couldn't do much about it, but you would think that as a offensive coordinator realizing the passing, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. just seeing 49 at, passing attempts. They only rushed it 17 times. Yep. And, you know, your guys weren't, you know, well, I mean, Edwards was averaging seven yards a run. Yeah. W- when when do you realize maybe we should run the ball a good bit to set to set up a play action? That's up- what
0: happens though. Whenever you get down early, is you try to come back with the big splash plays. Yeah. You start relying on your quarterback. That's a double edged sword because if that fails,
1: you have nowhere else to go. Yeah, you keep doing yeah, it. You yeah. have to keep going. Yep. Yeah. You can't and can gets stop. more, more and more it gets desperate. Harder. Yep. Exactly. And, and okay, well we need even bigger chunks now because we yep. have less time. Yep. And um, yeah, I didn't even realize they only ran it 17 times because it did seem like they ran the ball pretty, pretty well. I mean, they've got a rookie that's, I mean, been, Edwards a, hilarious. been, been a stud.
0: Yeah. So
1: um,
0: the, the only other big thing I think that stuck out to me was the, the red zone. Like you mentioned, they were driving well, they couldn't finish. They were over three making it inside the 20. You get inside the twenty yard line, mm-hmm. and you can't score a touchdown with that high powered offense. That's that's a little sad. Yeah, um, it's hard to watch for some people because we're so used to them just doing so well. It's it really is like a like a world class sprinter getting to the finish line and then just pulling a hammy, yep. and he's just limping to the finish line. Yeah, like hard, hard, hard to watch these talented guys play so poor. Yeah, missing balls left and right pat can't stand in the pocket because it doesn't exist a big part of this that i don't feel anybody is talking about is the fact that both of their offensive tackles were out due to injury
1: yeah eric they, fisher yeah. Is, an
0: all, is an all pro this could have changed some things of the game as i told you i don't don't change the, the outcome yeah but it would have made the game a lot more entertaining i think it would have been closer to like 24 31 yeah or even 20 21 31 would have been closer would not have been a win for the chiefs either way yeah but Patrick wouldn't have had to run for 497 yards in the backfield. What was it? Uh, Humphreys Humphreys
1: is one of their, their offensive line guy who I, I saw the other day. Humphreys was also one of the offensive line guys for, Cam Newton, when the Panthers were in the Super Bowl, ah. and there's a petition for uh, Humphreys to not play in the NFL anymore because he, people would argue that he's cost two two quarterbacks Super Bowl. Uh,
0: Cam caused um, that one himself. He didn't dive on a loose football. That's no,
1: and, and that's what I – it's it's funny that, that they'll that use that hilarious. excuse yeah. as a, a well <laughs> – Hey,
0: linemen can make and break a game. They can. in this case, they would have helped it. They would not have made it. There's no chance. Uh, Tampa Bay's defense is just too good
1: at yeah. the time, I think. Yeah. I didn't realize. Um, I mean, despite the score, Kansas City, the defense that, I mean, they don't have an amazing defense. It's a solid defense. Yeah. You held, I mean, they held their top, top receivers to mm-hmm. four total. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mike Evans, one reception. Yep. And it was a big chunk play. Yep. That was the only one. And then Chris Godwin. Two. So yep. three. A total of forty yards for your two best receivers. And then all of a sudden Shocker out, out of nowhere. Gronk getting yep. the most receptions. And the second most receptions was by the running back. Yep. So it it goes to show, I mean But that's that's
0: what Tom Brady does though. Tom he Brady has, doesn't he, he always has the tight end and the running
1: back that
0: are good at this stuff in these big games, and he either has no name or not. Great receivers playing that'll make a few catches here and there. Like Edelman, Edelman's just tough. He wasn't a great receiver, no, oh, route he's runner, whatever. whatever. He's tough. He's he, tough. he's, he's, he's nowhere near the he best receiver,
1: the best route runner, but he had the relationship and yeah. Tom Brady. He knew where he knew where he needed to be, and Tom Brady knew where he was gonna be at. So
0: you can see in this case. Tom Brady is so comfortable with the concept of not having all-star receivers. Mm-hmm. You know, now he has two all-pro receivers that he has used too. That That's he has yet. used. But in the big game, he goes to the two people he relies on the most. Yep. His running backs and his lover in the nighttime, Rob Gronkowski. Uh I'm sorry. I Great, can't stand, greatest I can't, greatest tight end of all time. Cannot stand Rob Gronkowski cuz he's such a man child, but I cannot He is a man he, child. Cannot deny his physical ability. He is Definitely, definitely one of the best tight ends of all time. Maybe if Aaron Hernandez didn't go crazy and kill somebody, I think he could have been he better. Killed someone before or he I. killed P. himself. Yes, that's uh, okay. he. He poor guy. He went through a lot, but um, yeah, I'm not gonna say R.I.P. He wasn't a good
1: dude at all.
0: He was not a good person. Not a good at guy. All. Could have been. Could have been the best tight end. He was more physically gifted than Rob Gronkowski. Oh yeah, but. He was bigger. He was messed up. He was up much more athletic. He wasn't in the league anymore that, that made Gronk have to step up, and Gronk did. I give him a lot of credit for that. Yeah. He played this game. That was
1: probably some of my favorite. This is what two years that they had Aaron Hernandez. Maybe uh, three. I think so. Some of my favorite him seasons and Gronk together were. Which I mean, it wasn't fair. It was not fair to watch it. That those were games where I mean the Patriots were beating teams by twenty and thirty points almost every game, it was and crazy. that was cool. good times. Well, yeah. We won't reminisce on, um, on old but no, times. no, he definitely, definitely the best tight end
0: I think in history at this point. Um, one of the most physically gifted, but I think he's done the most with
1: it. Yeah, I mean, even this year, I mean, he obviously he put on a lot of muscle, a lot of weight for the Patriots just to be a solid mm-hmm. guy, yeah. and you know, retire and then come back. I mean, the the leanest I think I've ever seen him. Yep. Um, and i mean i wouldn't say he was so much more athletic you know quicker and faster yeah. and and could catch better but was the all-star blocker that yep. he's known to be yep. and reliable i mean yep. he catches the ball when you throw it to him and he, he he can take a hit so i mean i i don't like his personality but having gronkowski as I mean, a that, player that's it. he he'll go to the hall of fame he'll, For he, sure. you know he, he he's up there with, so. yeah he, he's he, up there with the best he's um he's got four
0: rings now i think
1: yeah four yeah, three with the Pats. That's crazy. And um, that, fun fact: this is the first Super Bowl that he's gotten to touch the trophy trophy since trophy. the f- first Super Bowl that he won. Wow. Because the first Super Bowl that he won, he took it to a Red Sox game, and they were in some kind of batting cage, and used it as a bat and dented the the trophy. Um, so then
0: he's a man. Yeah. Child.
1: So the next two, he did not get to touch the trophy, I don't and then really he touched know. the trophy with this one. So
0: what a clown um speaking of the trophy the super bowl parade being on boats was great
1: one of the coolest things seen. the toss I, oh that toss was was great
0: that gave me so much anxiety watching it like, you gotta be kidding me literally it's no, not well
1: balanced at no at all. no cares no no cares tom brady said i don't die no nope. this is my seventh let's talk see what happens who cares let's have fun so what, who cares? but but compared to other sports yeah so like the the baseball pennant yep the, that's coveted. They don't sure. do a lot with it. I mean, you um, also can't do a lot with it. No, it's a, it's a funky, it's a funky <laughs> trophy. Um, I don't even, I'll be honest with you. The NBA one, what, has a basketball on top of it? It's a basketball on the edge of a rim. So it's really like odd. And it's shaped. an awkward one. Um, then oh, my favorite of all time is the Stanley Cup but, We'll drink beer out of that's it. That's also the what, only
0: one that is the original. They don't remake it. Yeah, it's
1: been in the bottom of pools. Yeah. I mean, it's been in different countries. With beer, v- they, in it. It's cereal out of it. You can't argue that that's some of We're going to have a full one. show about the Stanley Cup specifically yeah. at some point. Yeah. So, um, I, I, you know, a quick five second, uh, five second takeaway, mm. uh, for your five second takeaway of the Super Bowl. I'll give you mine. And we'll, we'll yeah. hop into um, the next
0: half. Tom Brady is still the GOAT. Uh, I think Patrick Mahomes is going to have a good career,
1: but you know I have to wait till Tom's done. Gotcha, gotcha. I I won't disagree with that. Tom Brady's goat. Um, Patrick Mahomes is going to be a monster. He really and, is. Uh, we'll we'll see what the future looks like for these guys. Yep. We'll be back in a second.
0: If you're listening to our show and thinking, man, I wish they would talk more about fishing. Unfortunately, this is probably not going to happen, but what I can do for you is send you over to youtube.com and type in Marty Schultis. That's M-A-R-T-Y space S-H-O-L-T-I-S. Easily the most underrated fishing videos on YouTube. He does great work with a little chest camera that he uses, puts all the videos together himself, does little voiceovers and stuff here and there. Honestly, some of the best imagery I've seen out of a fishing video really gives you that personal experience. If that's something you haven't done in a while, maybe that you missed. Super nostalgic, super fun, some great catches along the way. You really don't want to miss it. Again, go to youtube.com and type in Marty Schultes. It's M-A-R-T-Y space S-H-O-L-T-I-S for the best fishing videos on YouTube. speaking of goats um no, the, hall of fame, the hall of fame selection committee picked their uh inductees for the 2021 mm-hmm. year sure did um we got i believe five current and then three former i think is how it works five modern day finalists and then they pick uh three other guys from the past that have been waiting for some time yeah. um Tom Flores, a uh, famed coach. I didn't, you know, I don't know too much about the guy. Neither I never I. got to watch him coach. Didn't really see any of his teams or anything. Drew Pearson, I got nothing there. I mean, Neither do I'm I. sure his stats were good, but, uh, you know, it doesn't do much for me. Nope. Uh, us being both under the age of 30, uh, we didn't get to watch him play. No, I don't think. Um, I only know Bill Nunn, the other contributor, because he was – the famed Steelers scout for 47 years. And he has a, a big, long, very important history for the league as, as a contributor. He really should have been in, um, probably a few years ago. I mean, he actually, I think was still working part time when he died in 2014. Mm. So, um, probably should have happened at least a couple of years ago, but he's, he's the man, uh, the five modern day finalists. Um, you got John Lynch, the safety, very hard hitting safety. Um, from both tampa bay and denver i remember watching him playing both and he won a Super bowl ring with Tampa Bay. i
1: remember watching him in denver
0: okay yeah. he he i believe he won the ring in tampa bay i remember most of his play from denver though. yeah even though as a starter he about split he was longer in tampa but he didn't start for the first years mm-hmm. so when he finally started i think it ended up being about six and six as a starter in, in both tampa bay and denver um charles woodson uh, the second best Woodson to play the cornerback position next to Rod Woodson um former Steelers uh cornerback he played for a few other teams
1: yeah
0: but, um he was he was incredible for the Steelers I Charles Woodson like, better I also don't know just being um, biased I'm I am being biased <laughs> they have the same name you know yeah um <clears throat> Calvin Johnson aka Megatron yeah one of the best physically gifted receivers oh yeah we will ever see. Oh, yeah. Got to play with Matty Stafford for uh, his entire career, mm-hmm. I believe. If I'm not totally mistaken, there maybe a year or two, maybe a year or two at the beginning. Um, but Stafford, the gunslinger, is a big reason why he had all the yards he had and and the success he did. I think, but oh, yeah. his, his physical gifts were were something that would have superseded any any yeah. quarterback. That he yeah, had. yeah. I don't think it would have mattered, frankly. Not at all. Um, it just helped that he had a guy that loves to throw the football like yeah. Stafford.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Peyton Manning
1: yeah it's figure
0: yep figures you know the guy with the the five head and the the brain to fit it he
1: hgh you taste so good (laughs) what was that commercial i don't know what you're talking about oh my goodness it was the state um nationwide Mm. nationwide is on your side yes and he kept humming it or singing the the jingle Uh uh-huh and then someone made the joke because he had that whole like you know steroid oh uh, scandal and H-G-H, h- H-G-H, you taste so hgh you taste so good <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> didn't realize you had never heard that that's so stupid
0: all right we'll move on to anyway, the next one and finally alan fanica yeah. uh probably one of my top two or three players growing up um between him and jerome bettis and heinz
1: ward it was wow it was what uh a, what a uh, real diverse uh group of players from different teams in the nfl there
0: yeah yeah, I mean, growing up,
1: I don't think you pay attention
0: to too many there. No, Andrew. you don't. Uh, you, you turd. Um, <laughs> uh, who,
1: who are your favorites outside of Tom
0: Brady? He mm. doesn't count just because he played for a different team.
1: Yeah, I won't count Tom Brady, but uh, Julian Edelman, sure, all time favorite. Uh-huh. Um,
0: you didn't, you weren't a fan until they won like three or four though, huh?
1: Um, I remember when they when they drafted him as a quarterback. I remember that, and people were mad. Yeah, they're like poor poor choice. Um but didn't really think much of it. I remember he had long hair mm. at one point, but you know, really honestly, until he was a receiver, I didn't really care about him. Yeah. Um I like his grit. That's why I like him. Yeah, um West Walker because that was mm-hmm. um one I remember watching a ton. Yeah. Um I'm trying not to be biased towards the Patriots, You're but it's gonna You're be a third. Patriots yeah. player. That's fine. Um come on random and i i just remember he didn't play with the patriots about like two years um but i remember um safety or cornerback is uh lawrence maroney
0: man i was really hoping i could have made fun of you for picking three white guys you were
1: so close only reason i didn't because <laughs> i knew i i was gonna i was gonna say Honestly, Chris Hogan because he played played collegiate that. lacrosse, and that's why. I was why. say Chris Hogan is um, a joke, but no, Chris, I mean Chris Hogan's up there. The only reason Chris, I speaking
0: mm-hmm. of Chris Hogan, he's he's entered for the. Uh, no,
1: he signed it. Signed a deal to play professional lacrosse. I, I saw he entered for the
0: draft. I thought
1: that was what it was. He's he signed. He's going to get drafted. Yeah, he played. Sure. He played at Penn State, which Penn yeah, State's top top ten yeah, for lacrosse. They They're never usually out of it. Yep. Um, if if someone didn't pick someone who is a Super Bowl champion, that's mm-hmm. at the peak performance. Yeah. Poor,
0: poor yeah, decision. I was really hoping you were gonna say someone else white. So no, I, I was gonna
1: say Chris Hogan, the Man. only reason I said Lawrence Maroney I gotta is so you couldn't give me grief. No one picks white wide receivers like Bill
0: Belichick. He loves him some white <laughs> wide receivers. Uh, like he'll pick up he'll pick a Gun, black. guy. Gunnar Oshel-
1: Oshelski the new the new uh <laughs> the new Edelman who's gonna fill those shoes here in a little bit.
0: Why is he so obsessed with white wide receivers? I don't know. I've never seen somebody this obsessed with that. It it it's odd at this point. Like it is you'll odd. see a few every once in a while. You'll see your Cooper Cubs. You'll see your Adam Thielen. It's very rare. That is just a position that has evolved to the point. This is something else we can spend a full show on. But it's evolved to a point where it is mostly black guys that get that, and that's just how how yeah. the cookie crumbles. Yeah. Um, kind of like running back. Very rare for a white guy at this point. Quarterbacks. I mean, mostly you white. only
1: have a handful in NFL yeah. right now. Connor, uh, Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm off the top of my head is the only one that i think is yep making waves yep. at a running back position that's not yeah know, it's just not african-american so, so for, for a white guy to be a wide receiver
0: like that this consistently on that team it's something he's picking deliberately at yeah. this point point. and i think it's it's just because he sees them as a, a different type of player he may see them as more gritty like you mentioned um like every single one of those guys is gritty
1: they're tough they're, they're, tough they're very gritty I think, guys i think
0: belichick just values toughness over athleticism yeah i think that's really what it comes down to yeah
1: which ultimately can sometimes come back to bite you in the butt.
0: it can yeah like sure. oh
1: he's running and uh, oh okay. seven yard run okay he's not that fast right.
0: um but looking at the guys that got inducted i'm super excited the steelers get two more this year um I'm going to spend most of my time talking about that. I mean, we know we touched base on Calvin Johnson, John Lynch. I don't remember how much you remember watching him. That man hit like a freight train. Yeah. He was a smart player. He he went to Stanford, super smart guy, but he wasn't like the interception machine. He mm-hmm. was he was your your center fielder type. He could cover the entire field and then lay the hammer on somebody, but he wasn't going to go up and get the ball too too much. Um, he wasn't super athletic. He was fast. He was quick. And he could put the pain on mm-hmm. somebody. Um, I loved watching him play for that reason. Um, you know, my my best friend, whenever he played, he was number 47 as well, uh, mostly because of Mel Blunt from the Steelers. Mm-hmm. He was also a Hall of Famer, but um, th- this was kind of cool to see too, you know. Um, that's another, again, a situation where a white guy is playing a – traditionally black position yeah. at this point. is Again, very few white guys. I think Harrison Smith is the biggest one that comes to mind. That's uh, for the Vikings, number 22, I think. He's, uh, he's the one that's um, one of the few white guys playing safety in the league right now, yeah. if any. Um, he was a great player. Um, Calvin, awesome. Peyton, I can't say enough about Peyton. The smartest quarterback I think I've seen play. His ability to read the defense and change the play at the line of scrimmage uh, I think was – unmatched by most people um he didn't have the competitiveness of of brady he didn't have the team around him like some other people did but man he he just it was fun to watch him
1: i mean as a patriots fan i mean if we haven't gathered at this point um it was always fun to watch Mm -hmm. brady versus Peyton. Mm -hmm. um it was also probably the most stressful games um because it watching Patriots reigns for so long, the only people I would get scared of playing, Peyton Manning yeah. on a regular basis yeah. in the AFC. And we ultimately would probably end up seeing him almost every single year in the AFC championship or some sort of divisional round. Um, that was the only one that really scared me. Yeah, so that's the only want sure I show. I have huge respect for Peyton Manning. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, second to nobody but Brady. Yeah, so I, I, I loved – He's a class guy. He's a class yeah, guy. I see, I see he's he's not. Like to see good he guys doesn't do have a bad personality. No. He loses well. Yep. You know, he got used to it. Yep. Um, his, his SNL skit wins with you're... wins with grace too. Yeah. He wasn't a cocky winner. No. Um. He didn't so, have an attitude.
0: He wasn't a trash
1: talker. He just no. kind of went
0: and did his thing. You know. Um. His SNL skit. I don't know if you've ever seen it. They brought him in to do one of those uh, play sixty deals, kind of. Except it was it was fake because it was on SNL, and know you're not a big SNL guy, but no, um, his, they have him playing with these these kids. It looks like like in a small city park, and he is whipping the ball it's these kids. His heart, he's hitting them in the back. He's yelling, "I'm like, come on! I told you to run a different route Funniest thing, because it's not him at all. Yeah, and he he like I watched behind. He was upset that he had it. He like was, are you sure? Like, can I do this? And one parent was like. I want you to throw that ball as hard as you can at my kid. <laughs> like, who doesn't want Tom uh, Peyton Manning to throw the ball as hard as they can oh, yeah. at their kid and give him a bruise? It, oh, yeah. be, it's funny, but yeah. the ball is also fake. They added mm-hmm. sound effects later, but you, you get the gist. He's he's humorous. He has a good personality. He's a funny guy. He's, he's a good dude. Yeah. I think his whole family's good. His yeah. dad, Archie, Eli's Eli. And then there's the other brother that nobody even talks about, but
1: the financial advisor or whatever. Yeah. I remember we looked him up. We were like, ah. Yeah. Oh, and, and there's this guy. There's this guy. There's another one. He uh, played it. You? He played it all Miss. Yep. For one game. Good for you, buddy. Yep. Played. played it, I remember that. I remember. You are the family disappointment. Yep. Because. <laughs> Cause they all, uh, something about he, he couldn't because of, uh, health reasons. Ah, yeah. And, uh, said, one of I'm, those. we <laughs> am do finance. He probably organizes finances for his brother anyway. Exactly. So. Yeah. He, he makes plenty of money. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's a, it's a good field to be in. But,
0: um, FANICA man, I wrote, I wrote a, a report on him in school because he was one of my favorites. Played for the Steelers for about 10 years. The Jets for maybe two, Arizona for one. Um, I was upset when we let him go just because. You know, you let him go, but he was a first-round pick. Played at LSU for you know a few years there. Um, he was one of the big reasons that the bus was the bus. Uh, Jerome was I think he finished in the top five all-time in yards whenever he retired. It mm-hmm. now since he's dropped to like six or seven, I think seventh or eighth actually. But Alan Fanica is one of the big reasons. Alan Fanica, Jeff Hardings, you know guys like Max Starks and a few other big offensive linemen, but. Fanica was seemingly the heart and soul behind that. His his ability to play the position as well as he did uh, for so long. He barely missed any games. Yeah. Too, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, um, yeah. Just just one game in his career. How? That's mad. Playing a position like that where you get beat you're, up. You're as... 300 pounds, and you're going against other 300 pound guys. That pressure that that puts on your knees, your shoulders, everything is immense and the fact that he only missed one game is part of the reason that he's in the hall now um because it's it's hard to to quantify offensive lineman stats but looking at how reliable they are how durable they are and how many pressures that they allow is really what you're looking for and how well their running backs do too um and all those things he he fits the bill for all of it um he was an absolute stud for us then apparently he, you know, went with the jets and they even made the AFC championship. I think, was that
1: Sanchez here? I think so. Yeah. because oh, defense Sanchez was here. big that
0: time, but mm-hmm. you know, he was still a big part of that. Um, he was an all pro consistently. The man, the man was great. Uh, blocked for nine 1000 yard rushers and five 3000 yard passers. He was on the all decade team. Dude is incredible. Uh, yeah. one of the best if you're going to watch somebody as you're growing up and, And trying to be in football and be a lineman alan fanek is one of the best to watch and then bill nunn the other Steeler to make it this year as a contributor the man had an eye for players that other people chose not to look at and at that time going back to the 70s that was because of race um Mm -hmm. he got hired i believe in 69 uh by the steelers huge deal at the time because um, the younger Rooney didn't want to hire him because his old, his old man, the chief the one with the cigar, uh, he <laughs> told him you have to hire this guy. And so the kid was like, oh, well you said I have to, I'm not doing it now. Mm-hmm. But then they had a conversation and 10 minutes in, he's like, oh, I have to hire this guy. <laughs> he realized that he knew what he was talking mm-hmm. about. So Nunn started as a writer for the Pittsburgh Courier, which was a, um, a black news publication in Pittsburgh at the time and one of the few and biggest ones across the country. Um, so he had, he had a pretty good following and mm-hmm. he knew he was talking about every year. He put out a, a, uh, all black, um, collegiate players of the year. Uh, he put out a full list, basically his version of an all pro team, except mm-hmm. he just used black players and that opened a lot of people's eyes to players again at that time that nobody was looking at yeah the the game was still heavily white everything was heavily white at that point you had a few players that would come in and and that were black but it was mostly white and guys like him or trailblazers and are the reason that the game is 80 percent black now mm-hmm. is because he realized that oh we can look at these players just because they're going to an hbcu doesn't mean, doesn't they, mean they're bad yeah. it yeah. doesn't mean that they shouldn't be looked at uh mean joe green uh, went to uh, north texas if you ever heard of anybody else from North Texas? No. Their their nickname is the Mean Green, by the way, so kind of that's why it kind of worked out that his name is Mean Green. He's a super nice guy. Um, I know him very well personally <laughs> on a personal level. I was I was gonna give you grief, I, but I knew uh, you were, so I figured I'd get ahead yeah, of it. Yeah, thank you. Um that's it's what I'm used to with our with our relationship at this point. Uh but you know, he he found guys. Um, I think I mentioned it to you before, but John Stalworth walked to Alabama AM. Not Alabama, Alabama a and um, ended up becoming one of the best wide receivers of all time. He was on the opposite side of the field of Lynn Swan. Yep. Um, Mel Blunt, one of the best corners of all time, went to Southern University. Not Southern something, <laughs> Southern. It's it's in the Southern it's area. Just southern. And Donnie Shell went to South Carolina State. Yep. Donnie Shell again, one of the best defensive backs of all time. Um, he found them specifically from HBCUs, was able to find guys from smaller colleges like Jack Lambert arguably one of the best middle linebackers to ever exist. He was tough. Dude to smoked cigarettes on the sideline.
1: <laughs> like That's just how the game was different back then.
0: <laughs> I remember my my dad got me the DVDs of the original Super Bowls with full mm-hmm. commercials. Crazy to watch. Um, but Roy Girella was our kicker at the time, playing the Cowboys, so it had to be Super Bowl 10 or 13. I want to say it was 10. Missed a field goal. One of the Cowboys goes up and pats him on the head. Like kind of, you know, like, oh good job, buddy. Yeah. Lambert sees that, goes over, grabs a guy, throws him down the ground head first. <laughs> Today you're getting an ejection oh, yeah. and a fifty thousand dollar fine. Then the refs broke it up and they moved on. <laughs> like that's the good the old of, days. That's just the kind of guy Lambert was, yeah. though. He was tough. And and that's why none liked him. He said, Okay, he's not going to a, a pit or a Penn State mm-hmm. or an Alabama or uh Auburn. He's going to He's going to Kent State. Yeah, where's that? Oh, Ohio, uh, Ohio State. You mean? No, 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 no. Kent, Kent State. <laughs> um, not a whole lot going on there. But he was able to find these people. He has six Super Bowl rings. As a contributor, he has been a part of That's each crazy. one of the Steelers Super Bowls. Think about that for That's, a second. Yeah. The man was working, at least part time, until he yeah. died. Yeah. It, like, and he's done so much for the team. He was such a huge part of the Steelers culture and a huge reason why Dan Rooney came up with the Rooney rule a few years ago, which basically says that you should at least be interviewing X amount of minority candidates Mm -hmm. because these are people that are being overlooked, especially now with coaching positions. This is why it was such a big deal that Tampa Bay won with three black coordinators. Yeah. The head coach was white. Bruce Arians loved the guy when he coached for the Steelers as an offensive coordinator. Knew he was going to be great at some point. He brought in three black coordinators, two female coaches, and they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, like that. That is not something I actually thought of before. I also didn't think it would happen. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we're seeing that now, I think, is huge. Um, but that shows the Steelers' dedication to something like this of this importance and and really pushing that forward. And this is something that's become more meaningful to me as I've learned and understood it, um, and truly understood the, the impact that it has on people. So I'm super glad to see Bill Nunn make it, uh, and Alan Fanica and all these guys I think are, are incredibly deserving, but, yeah. um, the Steelers now I think have 35 people in the whole thing.
1: Probably them. them uh, they have the most, I
0: want to say it's the most, if it's not them, it's the Cowboys or it's somebody close, but, um, actually I'm gonna look it up because we have technology yeah. now um i don't have a book
1: <laughs> <laughs> so i i don't know how how many of the patriots have do you even think because we weren't good for a, a while so maybe well, 20 you, you made what super
0: bowl 20 against the bears
1: maybe, maybe five. maybe and 20, lost by a mile maybe
0: 20 <laughs> i i think that was uh that was a pretty rough one gotcha for you guys um
1: we have 24 Oh wow, hey, you were pretty close. Twenty-four. I honestly um, didn't even think it was going to be twenty-four. Okay, no, well, it's okay. It's we're counting everybody, not just players. It's biased because in this list it says Tom Brady. <laughs> they're just ah! they're just assuming <laughs> now he will technically, you know.
0: Okay, we're talking as of today. How many? How many former? uh people i'm gonna go to i'm gonna go maybe.
1: i'm gonna go down the list real quick uh because it's a short one richard seymour watch him play a little bit um rodney harrison um remember him from early on leon gray i don't know who that is um matt light obviously uh raymond claiborne played in the 70s and 80s don't know who that is kevin falk obviously um willie mcginnis remember him uh, Houston Antoine. don't know who that is. Nope. Ty Law, obviously. Oh, yeah. Ty Law was awesome. Uh, Teddy Bruski. Bruski. In there for uh, one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Jill Santos was a radio play by play guy. Okay. In the Hall of Fame. Uh, Troy Brown, um, John Morris. Uh, I don't know why, but Drew Bledsoe, um, <laughs> Sam, <laughs> Sam Cunningham. These are all uh, Jim Nance. Played for the Patriots. Did not realize that. Uh, Billy Sullivan, Ben Coates, former tight end. I remember seeing him in older stuff. Stanley Morgan. Don't know who that is. Bruce Armstrong, Andre Tippett, Steve Grogan.
0: Name Tippett. I don't know
1: why. Mike Haynes. Now these are all guys that probably at some point in time played them because I know I definitely don't know some of these guys at all a lot of older guys yeah so 1 12 13 this 14, is a kids 15, show where 16, we teach 18 19, 19, 19 20 21 22 23 24
0: 25 26 27 28 29 30 wow and then Steelers are 32 now gotcha um with the addition of Alan Fanica and Bill Nun, but a lot of all-timers on here yeah. uh, for the Steelers. Chuck Knoll for Super Bowls as a coach. Dan mm-hmm. Rooney as a contributor. Damani Dawson, I mentioned before. Donnie Shell, Franco Harris, Jack Butler, Jack Ham, Jack Lambert. We like Jacks. Yeah, Jacks. Big, big fan of Jacks in, in Pittsburgh. The bus, Mean Joe Green. The um, bus. Stalworth, Kevin Green, the late Kevin Green, RIP. Uh, I would Pikachu. say Jerome
1: J- 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 Bettis is probably my favorite Steeler of all time.
0: Dude, he was the man. Uh, I think if you like Troy Palomala, come on, that guy up there. as a Troy's person, up there. as Troy's a person, there. far and away the best person I've ever seen play the game as a person, like not, not player, but as mm-hmm. a person, he was, he was incredible. But so that's, that's looking at the hall of fame. I think I like what they did this past year uh, for everybody. It was neat to see the knocks and, and how they went about it. But, yeah. Um, other big news and current stuff, Matt Stafford, probably the biggest name. Of the year to move so far, yep. Uh, got traded um, to the Rams. To the Rams, to I think the he's the been really going to excel with Sean McVay, and I do think he has potential to be. I'm just going to call it. He's the MVP for the for the
1: next year. Bold, bold. It is,
0: it is. But I think someone like that who still has some gas left in the tank, yeah, he's not totally him. out of his prime just yet. No, with an offense as high powered as the Rams, yeah. I think he has a lot. They, of I think and their defense is solid too. So I think both those things together are going to give him the ball more, and he's going to Rams, way, Rams really win their
1: rate. division next year. Yeah. I think Rams beat Seahawks twice, yep. easy. Um, Cardinals twice, fairly easily. Yeah. Um, they, I think they win their division next year yeah. and top top two. I definitely can see it. Um, I think it wouldn't hurt for them to to draft a receiver high. Yeah, and they've got Cooper Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Robert Woods at one point, do they still have him? Um, they have, uh, Brandon, Brandon cooks. Okay. Yeah. They still have Brandon cooks. They they still have a good, Um, but it wouldn't hurt to have someone that's a little bit more of a, or even, or even, you know, trading for someone uh, that's a little bit more, you know, bigger wide receiver. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I like Matthew Stafford. I like him Ever since watching that video where he, like, breaks his collarbone, break and, his collarbone and, and goes, back into, goes back into the game and throws a touchdown. And he's like, no, 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 I got this. Yeah. I can throw. Huge, like, huge no, respect. No, no. Never hear I'm anything good. from him. Nope. Not, like, even, awesome. like, I honestly couldn't tell you of, like, an interview that I've seen with him that, because um, he just doesn't talk a lot. He's a good dude. Played he, in Georgia. Yeah. I watching him play at Georgia. Did not realize tough that. Tough dude. Yeah. He's
0: just a tough player. Um,
1: man. So, you know. I like him a lot. Huge for him um and that Goff, that Goff going to Detroit now <laughs> I can't
0: stand Jared Goff didn't like him whenever he was playing in college thought he was overrated coming into the league and I think the only reason he had any success was because of Sean McVay
1: yeah I uh-huh.
0: don't think he's going to be a starter by the year 2022.
1: I would I who's who's the backup in in Detroit don't even know uh, he He's really not that impressive. Nope. Of a quarterback, He's I mean, very
0: vanilla. Uh, yeah, yeah, he doesn't have. As we watched in Super Bowl, the, whatever it was against the, the the
1: Patriots, he couldn't do a thing. Doesn't have a lot of exciting characteristics of a quarterback. No. Nope. no crazy. Doesn't run a ton. Nope. He has a decent arm. He can yeah. throw it far. I mean, he needs the league, um, so he, he, he is good. But it's not impre- It's not fun to watch. They're like exactly. Ooh, Jerry Goff's playing today. Yeah. Like, no, I'll watch. <laughs> Give me like, excitement. I'll watch Joe Flacco before I watch Jared. Oh. Sorry. Um, I'll watch Joe Flacco yes. before I watch Jared Goff. Jeez, um, I wouldn't even go ahead, <laughs> Yeah, I mean I, I just don't care for him. Yeah, I um, get it. And then big news from yes, yesterday, I think it was yep. that you know JJ Watt
0: JJ Watt has to be released has by to be the released. Texans. Um that made it's done.
1: I don't know where he goes. Not many teams have the cap space, but here's here's the thing though. I know Let's one play. team. I know one team. And this is Bold prediction. This is a hot take. Tell me. As they say, and the the youth. Yeah. It's a hot take. Three of these defensive linemen are restricted free agents this year on the same team. Okay. I think they'll only re-sign one. Okay, you went deep for this one, huh? I think they'll only re-sign one. We actually,
0: did some did some work for for We
1: talked about for it at this. work. Um, the Buccaneers have three defensive ends that are all wow. Shaq Barrett, I think is, Shaq I think is his first name, right? Yeah. It's the only one I think they'll resign because he's yeah. a hoss. Yeah. At what point in this, in J.J. Watt's career, he's just said, I've made enough money at this point. Yeah. I want a ring. Yeah. Who else is he going to go to to get a ring? Well,
0: Tampa Bay is only carrying four and a half million in cash space going into next year. Cleveland has the most. But if But there's... Mike
1: Evans, Mike Evans has already come out and said, take my money if it's going to help us. If it's going to help us keep a team. I got to tell you. I got to
0: tell you. Who else would you, who else do you see him going to? The man, he's said it. It would be a dream. To play with his brother? To play with his brother. And that's the only other. Brothers. Multiple. Both of them are in Pittsburgh right now. He, he would take a team friendly deal. Other guys would absolutely cut their salaries to bring in a guy with a name recognition and the work. Not, not even for what he can put out on the field. Yeah, it's it is an intangibles thing, and JJ has them. He's never had other guys like he has like he would have in Pittsburgh to surround yeah. him. I'd love to see it. I'm not saying it's possible or tough or, or really likely. It would be very tough. I think it could
1: happen yeah
0: and i would love to see it happen personally it's gonna be it's team.
1: gonna be excited yeah. gonna be exciting to see um but the tough thing with jj y is just him staying healthy yeah he's so definitely it, he's definitely he,
0: way past he's not way past prime he's past his prime he's coming he he's, prime. he's
1: phasing out of his yes. prime um and if we're we're still on that trade i mean within the next couple of days mm-hmm. we're gonna find out where you're You're looking um, at teams that need leadership
0: and i think yeah. i think a team like jacksonville could use them they have a ton of cap space coming up here yeah. Um this upcoming year. They have a ton of cap space and they need leadership. Uh some co-workers, to...
1: some co-workers said Cleveland.
0: Yeah, uh, they, because they have the most cap space. They're a Super
1: Bowl year. contender. And they are um,
0: for sure. He'd be um, a big guy to have have around some of their younger defenders. Um I don't see Buffalo taking him, even though they probably have the cap room. I could see him going, going somewhere. <sighs>
1: Um, now, up here's north, here... like
0: Green Bay, even. Yeah, um, no,
1: no, they they I could see him going to Green Bay.
0: I... He's from Wisconsin. I could see him taking a taking a taking a team friendly deal to play for his hometown team.
1: We'll see. Where does uh, where does Carson Wentz get traded to?
0: Carson Wentz is going to end up in, in Indianapolis. You think so? Yep, 100%. I'm pretty
1: dead set on that one.
0: Yep, I don't, it's the only one that makes sense. I don't, just... Philip Rivers retired. They have Jacoby Brissett. I think Jacoby would be good to work with him. Uh, I like Carson Wentz dude. I think he's a really, really solid dude. He's very injury prone and he's overpaid. Yeah. So if they were able to work something out with, with that. Make but, it a
1: little bit more incentive-based. Yeah, um, for sure. Would not be opposed to seeing that happen. For
0: sure. And you know, speaking of, of stud young quarterbacks, Taylor Heineke gets a two-year $8.75 million deal with the Washington football team. Earned. Earned for that Earned. one game. I'm really excited to see him play because I actually said after that game, I kind of want to see the Steelers pick him up. Yeah. I'd love yeah. to watch him play, but I
1: think I think Washington will be a much better team. I mean, yeah. much better team, relatively. Him speaking. at the helm as a um, leader but for a watching that season. playoff game against the Bucks, I was like, Oh, okay, he's got something, he's got something, he's
0: tough. So, um, that, love it though, man. Big, that, big NFL episode, big yeah. NFL year. Uh, I'm excited for next year. Too. No
1: more football for a little while. Nope. so we'll uh, it's hockey time, hockey time, baby. That's